I am ready to go. Let's fucking do this. It's funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Go, 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 go. Just hit it. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all. So you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of our ages, because I'm not going to let kids listen to this. I don't think kids should ever listen to our show. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> you agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but uh, but now, now, like, I don't know, half our audience just dropped off. Oh my gosh! We'll talk about kids <laughs> later, though. Welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil, and I'm Chris. And today we got two movies that are out there in the movie viewing world for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we are going to talk about the Netflix film. Uh, directed by one of the Gyllenhaals. Uh, Maggie. Which one? Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. Is she older or younger? I think I want to say she's she younger. Is older? They're both. Is she mean, younger? They're both very attractive, though. I, I, like, yeah, I'm yeah, the Gyllenhaals. We get it. <laughs> I, I, I see them. Uh, first, starring Olivia Coleman. I just wanted to give you the annulment forms and sort out the annulment. Sounds pretty convincing. Plus, it's actually true. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I shared a couple of joints with Jez while I was waiting, so... I've really got to stop getting stoned so much. Although it is kind of brilliant. So, yeah, I'm smoking again. I'll finish the bit of hash I have left at home tonight, then that's it forever. Uh, okay, quick question about hash. Yeah, um, it's different. Yeah, yeah, but is it more prevalent in Britain? I'm here, I hear a lot of people in Britain talk about hash all the time, so I just... It's it's more potent, yeah, and it gives you it gives you a shit ton munchies, man. It, it like you really get the munchies. Okay. If you have if you're having problems eating food, are, are they selling hash? Um, in, are they selling hash in Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. they, hash they sell oil? pretty much. Yeah, yeah okay. pretty much. They pretty much. If it's got THC in it, they pretty much sell it here. Just just so you know, my brother is now commenting on here. He's just doing that part of our song. song. To totally do that one, like. Uh, But anyway, all right. And then coming up, uh, also in this movie is Jesse Buckley. I'd like to make a toast. To my family. For everything you've done for me. I forgive you. Okay. That's uh, (laughs) a... Every one of her speeches, no matter what I found for a clip, there was just like, like, like that. It's a, it's that same pace. Yeah, just it's like, that same pace. Let me add an ellipsis um, at the end of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love her. Great actress. She was great. And um, uh, uh, I'm thinking about leaving. In, I think was thinking about ending things. Ending things. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about ending things. Yes. And then the everybody loves favorite BDSM chick in the world. <laughs> Dakota Johnston. Of all the songs about California, this is not the one that I would pick. Okay. Joni Mitchell's California, maybe. Or Going Back to Cali or California Dreamin', they're all way better than this. California Love. Yeah. Zeppelin's Going to California. That's an amazing song. Okay. Hotel California. Uh, What's wrong with Hotel California? Well, the Eagles are hokey. And Don Henley is a very mean man. 
Okay. Randy Meisner almost died of a stomach ulcer because the band hated each other so much. Uh, this is a great clip you picked for her. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right? I, and, and I was trying not to pick one of one of the Fifty Shades you that she did. Because she's a good actress. She's, not, then, yeah, she's, yeah, not, yeah. she's not really good just to that. That one popped up, and I was like, what is this? This, this is, is a great scene. Yeah, it's a good scene. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the movie. It might be a shitty movie, but it's a great scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to be honest, I've never seen the movie either, and I can't even remember the name of it right now. The music sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then the awesome, always great. This was so hard to pick one of his scenes. Oh, yeah, there's so many. Because there's so many good. He delivers some of the best scenes. In, I mean, what was he in? Uh, Ed Harris, we're talking about, who's in what? Apollo 13. Pollock. The Rock, yeah. you know, uh, Westworld is the one I picked for him, and this is Ed Harris. You know why you exist, Eddie? The world out there, the one you'll never see, is one of plenty. A fat, soft teeth people cling to their entire life. Every need taken care of, except one. Purpose. Meaning. And so they come here. They can be a little scared, a little thrilled, enjoy some sweetly affirmative bullshit, and then they take a fucking picture and they go back home. Yeah, from Westworld, like you said. Yes, and uh, the movie that we're talking about is Maggie Gyllenhaal's first movie as a director, writer, uh, The Lost Daughter. Lost then the second movie that we will be talking about tonight is the big sexy movie of the weekend. We all know you went and seen it because you knocked Spider-Man out of its number one spot for the first weekend since Spider-Man has been out. <laughs> <laughs> it is Wes Craven's Scream, first with the lovely Courtney Cox. You didn't give me a clip for Courtney Cox. Oh, I didn't give you Courtney. You're right. Mm -hmm. Nev Campbell. <laughs> you, me a, you did give me a camel. It's funny. It's one of the first things I noticed about you, Sam. You like to cruise. Susie. You take college, for instance. I bet the only classes you took were the ones where the finals were all multiple choice. And you never bought the book. You'd always find some girl to, to loan you hers, and then, of course, you'd have to fuck her after that, right? Is that how it went? Is that how it went? <laughs> Is that how that went? That's from uh, Wild Things, one of the greatest movies of all time. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a classic, right? And it's where it's everyone was like, it's like everyone's like, I want to, you know, I want to get with Nev Campbell. That's what that movie. <laughs> Tell people, um, Melissa B Baria. You owe me a bottle of cold champagne. Are you moving? Just a little credit check, and I'm on that downtown train. Well, your coffee's on the house. Oh. She'll see you later, so um, that's from uh, In the Heights. Her award winning scene in The Heights, yeah, yeah, because yeah, she's in The Heights, but um, then literally the only thing she's ever done in English or in any kind of speaking part that I could find. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she is the main uh, protagonist in the, in the new movie mm -hmm. that we talked about. And also uh, Jack Quaid, of this course. This is so weird. I mean, the other day, what was it, three days ago? Mm -hmm. You just seemed like, you seemed so normal, you know? And now it's just... No, I'm a freak. No, no, not a, no, that's not what I meant at all. I just meant, I just, I wasn't getting Beyonce vibes, but <laughs> now that you don't have them. Yeah, 
And then the one, the only, the great, one of my favorite funniest men of all times, the law himself, David Arquette. I know how this is going to sound, but you have to believe me. I swear it's the truth. Our town is being attacked by giant spiders. We need military intervention. This is emergency services, sir. Hey, no, not dialogue. This is not a correct call. I'm hanging up on Don't you, Don't hang sir. up on me, lady. Please, please! It's an invasion! They're here! They're here! Yeah, uh, familiar like your freaks. Real quick, what was his, his, what was his wrestling name? Was it The Law? The Law was actually from the movie okay. um, known as Ready to Rumble. What, what was his wrestling name? Like, I know he used to wrestle like... No, it was just David. The Magic Man. The Magic, Magic Man, <laughs> David. And he like shoot little like streamers out. <laughs> but not not when he did the WCW thing. Yeah. When he got... But the, he's, the he's a real big wrestling fan, right? Like, like... Oh, yeah. And he actually... There was a documentary just a year or two yeah, ago yeah. called You Cannot Kill David Arquette just where he it. went back into the... Yeah, he went back into the world of wrestling and almost died yeah, yeah. from being cut open from a hardcore match he was in. Yeah, so uh, that's a Scream, 2022 Scream. The first one without Rick Kane, without Wes Craven. But you know, they did a bunch of things like, like you know, Halloween and then just Scream, like the original name just to be people to come back. Because um, I think the last yeah, one was, I I think the last Scream was what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago? Uh, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, okay. Yeah. What? But what? Where can we find? Where can they find us? <laughs> you can find us on facebookcom slash podcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. You can also, uh, if you guys want shirts, go to our bonfire com slash or do bonfire search movies don't suck and some of you you'll find like a bunch of uh, shirts and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, and also uh, if you guys want to use some money, uh, go to patreoncom slash don't suck. You guys can throw us food shekels. Maybe you'll get some buzz content. And I know if you're like a uh, a member, you get a shirt, like an exclusive shirt, you can't get anywhere else. And uh, yes, yeah, we have shirts, we have t-shirts, we have money, we have or, things, we have we have uh, cocaine, uh, drugs. I'll do some drugs. Okay, go go for it. And now we're gonna we also on all streaming platforms uh, or downloading where you find podcasts. Kind of movies don't suck. Is something to do. Also, if you want to send us an email, info at movies don't suck net or movies don't suck podcast at gmail.com. It's, it's not 100%. hard. To... Yes. And talking about businesses, let's talk about a business today that mm-hmm. I guess, Chris, you're a fan of? Yeah. Service in uh, Johnny, Kansas. Service Brewing. Yeah. yeah. Service Brewing Company. Now, Service Brewing Company produces the high quality beer that is fluid and dynamic, flavorful, and ever evolving. They have always tried new things and reinventing themselves and their beer. The first Kansas brewery owned and operated by a female head brewer. Now, not only that, but coming up January 29th, they are going to have peanut butter day, peanut butter day. They're releasing six beers that are peanut butter flavored. They're, they're, they're always doing different flavors. They had like, yeah, that day, I, I have a big Royal Rumble party going on at my house, so I cannot come up there for okay. that. But I need you to go down. Um, man, the peanut butter marshmallow, mm-hmm. I definitely got to try that. Uh, peanut butter bacon, all of them. Peanut butter banana, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter – yeah, can you just pick me up a six-pack? of uh, Man, because this sounds great. Uh, the, I, I really have been reading They, they got all the kinds of beer. Like, every time I go there, I get a flight because there's so many different flavors. So uh, – Gosh. 
Right, well, service Brewing Company, guys. You can find them at 10921 Johnson Drive, Shawnee, Kansas, mm-hmm. 66203. Uh, or you can look them up at Service Brewing Company, which is spelled S-E-R-V-A-E-S, mm-hmm. Brewing Company. If you guys want, uh, you can go ahead and shoot me a message. I'll come have a beer with you. You guys <laughs> dude, I'll come have a beer. That sounds, <laughs> they sound great, dude. I want to. I seriously do want to try. Then, those next time you come to KC, man, we'll definitely go there. How about that? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. And we gotta we gotta hit them up and say, hey, can you brew up a batch of the peanut butter? <laughs> I, I want a batch of the peanut butter beer. Yeah, who doesn't, man? Well, it's uh, it's good. Uh, we yeah, we got through all the clips. I was like, do we through all? Uh, so that service brewing company, it's uh, it down here in Shawnee. I'm pretty happy. <sighs> yes. In fact, let me talk about a beer real quick, too. Okay. I think this is just hilarious. All right. So this is my story for the week since we've only not seen each other for like, what, three days. <laughs> um, there's a liquor store that I go to uh, uh, back coming back from the studio and I have to go pick up random beers because they have a huge beer selection. And the place is called Park Hill Liquor Store. Mm-hmm. Now, while I was there today, they have a new beer called. No parking? Park Park Hills parking problems. Mm. Because their parking lot is the worst parking lot I think I've ever been. Like, it is like, you know how you go into, like, you know, you know those bars that you go into and it's just a bar and a little wall and then Mm. there's a bathroom in the back and that's it. That's the whole bar. Mm. Well, that's what their parking lot's like. It's just, there's parking spaces and there's, like, maybe enough space to, like, back out. Right. If the car next to you didn't park weird or whatever, and then trying to get out, they're, they're, the exit of their parking lot literally goes onto one of the busiest roads in all of Tulsa. Well, so, like, to try to get out, like, is ridiculous. And so this is Anthem Brewing Company. This is the uh, company that makes the Golden Blonde that I always drink. Oh, yeah? Okay. And literally the backs of it says, Congrats, you found a parking space. Did you work up a thirst while waiting for a space to open? <laughs> you deserve a pat on the back and to park your butt in a chair and enjoy the easy drinking lager with a hint of lime from Park Hills and Anthem Brewing. <laughs> so, since what ha- anything happened since uh, Sunday? Last week? Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh, you went to Raw, right? You Monday? You went to. Oh, I did go to Raw. Yeah, <laughs> about that. yeah, I went to Monday Night Raw um, here in Tulsa. Um, the lowest crowd attendance for Monday Night Raw in the history of Monday Night Raw. Because of the Omicron surge that you, I think you got already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I already got that. Yeah. Uh, not just that. It, it is literally uh, because the product just really sucks. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. You don't have a John Cena anymore. Oh. Brock Lesnar didn't even show up, and he's their champion. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, it was it was bad. If they would have advertised Brock Lesnar, I bet you they would have sold another thousand tickets easily. Mm. Well, I don't really have much. Money. I'm going to Denver tomorrow. Uh, we're using a tattoo there, and we found today that I can't be in the parlor, so I'll be st- probably just stuck in the Airbnb, or I'll be like uh, trying to go to record stores. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So how many hours is your wife getting the tattoo? Uh, I think three or four. 
Okay, so you just got to hang out for four hours well, in downtown we'll, we'll be Denver. in Wheatland, Canada. Oh, Wheatland. my God. We'll be in Wheatland, which is away from Denver, about 30 minutes away from Denver. So uh, I oh, can... south or east or west, or what are we talking? I don't fucking know. Like, like I just know it's Wheatland, uh, Colorado. And, um, I, Isn't oh, that the guy from uh, Jackass? I What? Wee Man. Isn't that's that the guy we, from Wheatland. <laughs> so, yeah, so oh, okay. I, I, I've been everybody who uh, is from Colorado, so I'm gonna hit them up in a few minutes and tell them what I should do. But I can kill four hours, it's gonna be easy. You know what we can do? You can get high like Colorado. We're seeing the Airbnb, I'm not sure the policy on that. Are you gonna get high like Colorado? Uh, I, I know the song, I'm on team, but I know, and then getting there tomorrow. I'm getting high like Colorado. Don't hump the air like you just did again. <laughs> <laughs> did you not? Did you not like that? I thought that was good. Oh, uh, but yeah, when going to Colorado, and I'll, I'll guess I'll talk about it next that, Thursday. Do you not like that song? Is that not one of your favorite it's okay songs? Song. It's okay song. I'm not it's gonna... a great song, dude. Those, I just thought you know, since it's like a a hipster song, you'd like. Can it. you help me out with the what's going on with SoundCloud rappers and face tattoos? What I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, like, like if there's SoundCloud rapper, the it's almost guaranteed they have a face tattoo. And I don't understand it. Me, me, I'm just old, man. Me, I'm just fucking old now. I'm not cool anymore. I think you're old. I think you're old. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you know, it's not old. Your face. The lost daughter. <laughs> no, it's pretty old. <laughs> it's for the old people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's for definitely old white people. But Maggie Gyllenhaal directed it. Um, she wrote it, uh, adapted by a model uh, novel by Elena Ferrante. This stars the amazing, great Olivia Coleman. I just wanted to give you the annulment forms and sort out the annulment. Yeah, she plays Lita. Uh, young Lita is played by the beautiful, wonderful Jesse Buckley. I'd like to make a toast. Um, Nina is played by Dakota Johnson. Of all the songs about California, this is not the one that I would pick. And uh, Lyle is played by Ed Harris. You know why you exist, Eddie? The world out there. The one you'll never see. Also, this also stars Peter Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. Love Peter Sarsgaard. He's Professor Hardy. Dude, if they have the last name Skarsgård. Well, it's Sarsgaard. Like, Scar- if it's Skarsgård or Sarsgaard, you're just like, yeah, let's obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sars or Scars, if, you're good. Um, if Sars or Scars, if Skarsgaard, Skarsgaard, Sarsgaard, it doesn't matter if it's Alexander Skarsgaard or if it's Bill Skarsgaard or Skarsgaard Skarsgaard or Skarsgaard here. Or if it's even Skarsgaard, even William Skarsgaard. It's also Stars. As long as it's the Skarsgaard or the Sarsgaard, it's awesome. Awesome good. Also stars Paul Mescal's Will, Damara Dodnick as Callie, Robin Elwell as Bianca, Joe Farthing as Jack. I'm sorry, Jack Farthing as Joe. Um, why don't you go ahead and read this? Yeah, I know. Why don't you go ahead and read the story on this one? Oh my gosh, the storyline's as long as this movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not that long. It's like less than two. I mean, I had, this literally has to tell everything that goes on in this movie. Okay. I mean, it, it's a paragraph, but let's see. Okay. Uh, Lena is a middle-aged divorcee devoted to her work as an English teacher and to her two children. When her daughters leave to be with their father in Canada, Lena anticipates a period of loneliness and longing. Instead, slightly embarrassed by the sensation, she feels liberated, as if her life has become lighter, easier. She decides to take a holiday by the sea in a small coastal town in Greece. But after a few days of calm and quiet, 
things take a menacing turn. Lita encounters a family whose press present proves unsettling, and at times even threatening. When a small, seemingly meaningless event occurs, Lita is overwhelmed by memories of the difficult, unconventional choices she made as a mother and their coincidence for herself and her family. Consequences for herself and her family. The seemingly serene tale of a woman's pleasant rediscovery of herself soon becomes the story of a vicious confrontation with an unsettled past. No, that 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 totally makes it sound way better than what the fuck it was. Okay, this movie was super super grim. This was a depressing as fuck movie. Um, um, after this, I don't want to be a mother. I don't want kids. I don't want. Uh, well, you weren't gonna. You won't have kids anyway. You won't have kids. You don't have kids anyway, though, right? Like that. That's. But I mean, I'm just saying. What the fuck? So, this movie, so like, it didn't have a reason for existing. No, I, I, okay, so here's here's what I like about the movie. Let me get what I don't like about okay. it. Well, cool. Tell me what you liked, because I'm, no, no, I'm, uh, this I'm is stretching not, okay, to say that This word. is not a movie to enjoy at all. You, you, but but I do appreciate Megan Hall taking a um, taboo subject such as not loving your kids or, you know, knowing like, maybe your life would be better without your kids or... Life, you know, like just basically, because everyone in this movie is a bad person. Like, like, like you find out things about Livia don't about uh, I guess Lee you don't like, which is most of it. Um, you find out things you don't like about almost everyone, and so it's hard to root. You're just there, and yeah. And so Maggie There's Hall, no one to root for. Everybody's an asshole. Fuck everybody in this movie. They all need smacked across the face. So I okay. So what one thing is that I like the I like the um I like the taboo subject that was broached by Maggie Hall. She did a good job on that. But I don't, I don't think I can recommend this anyone. It's so fucking sad. It's so fucking yeah. like, it's minute it's like it's not dark in this fun spooky way. Like I like darkness. Yeah. It's just yeah, grim, and, and dude. It's, it's just... not it's not even dark in um a, a mysterious like at first, like even the opening scene of this movie, mm-hmm. you, you see Olivia Coleman um on the beach, bloodied up or beaten up or whatever. What happened? Yeah, whatever happened. Lying there. Yeah. And you're like, what happened? And then you watch the whole movie to realize nothing, nothing <laughs> happens. The entire fucking movie, nothing except for everybody's a dick to everybody. Everybody cheats on everybody. And everybody just wants to hate everything all the time. It's a, it's a sad movie. <laughs> it's two hours and one minute of sadness. Um, and I sadness isn't even the, the like, you know, it, it, I don't even know. It's it's grim and it's it's hard. But everyone was great acting. There's great acting in this movie. I don't diss anyone's acting in this. I think it's all good. No, all the acting was great. Just they were just nothing to say. There's nothing to say. It took me forever to even get like uh, any quotes or anything until halfway through this movie is when they finally started. Um, and let me you know, let me ask about that. Let me ask real quick. Is everyone in this movie insanely privileged? Like, like, yes, yeah, like that whole American family that goes to Greece every year, and uh, Olivia Coleman being a professor of comparative literature in Italian, and like, like everyone just this is for like, like, 
like older white people. <laughs> like who does this? Yes, over overprivileged white people. I I feel like this had no connection to to real. Well, to the, you and I, like to to like the one percent, maybe. <laughs> but like I, yeah. I just. I, maybe to maybe maybe to three percent. We'll give three percent. Okay, three percent. But I I don't see myself spending weekends at and in Greece. Like you know, uh, it's just it just seems like it's not it's not it's not you. You know, it's just not for not not for us. Uh, I, don't, I, actually, I don't think it's for anybody. Yeah, it's a hard movie to like, man. It really is. It, it, like I really I man, I love Maggie. Uh, Hall. before I say anything I'm about to say, I just want you guys to know I am a huge fan of her. She was, uh, and we can't wait for her to come on a podcast, done. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I love everything she's done acting wise. Uh, I think there's some, she's also done some other directing. I don't think she's done acting. I think she no, did this like is her, this episodes. is her directorial debut. Okay. This is her directorial debut. Okay. Yeah. Direction wise. I didn't know where the fucking story was. I lost it. I, I wanted the story. There, there's not. And I didn't get okay, it. Okay, there, there's a there's a there's a lot of sleeping. <laughs> um, there's a lot of sleeping. A lot of uh, lounging and a lot of uh, Olivia Coleman just sort of staring off in the distance and having sort of sort of flashback to when you have Jesse Buckley as young leader over there. Um, I want to mention that Jim Mike Gyllenhaal's uh, married to Peter Sarsgaard. Who is? Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, is uh, married to Peter Sarsgaard. They had two kids. Um, but that, that, that's, not, that's not the point. I'm just, just wondering. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, still a good actor. I oh, mean, yeah. that'd be weird to direct your husband making out with somebody. Gi- giant beard. <laughs> giant, uh, uh, the giantess of giant beards. Yeah. I was like, well, is this Father John Misty in this movie? But um, anyway, um, but yeah, like, this movie is hard to... Like I was thinking about it, like if anyone asked me how's the Lost Daughter, I'm like, you ready to spend the afternoon being depressed? Because you could do that after watching the Lost Daughter. Yeah, like there is so long. It is two hours. It could have lost thirty minutes, and I would have cared. Um, I get it. I get what the story was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about like the loneliness of being a woman. I guess the loneliness of basically. No, it's sort of like what I got from is the ambivalence of having kid, being a parent, parent, and feeling trapped that you are a parent. You know, so yeah, and there and, we go. Yeah, so lost daughter, like, like they they don't really talk about this in movies or or anything like that. Like they don't talk about people. No, that, no, no. And I get that. I get that. I get that. And I get what they're trying to project in this movie i just don't think it landed on its feet and i know there's a lot of like you know oscar buzz and award buzz the only thing I, I, the only reason but i think this, I, I would recommend this for an oscar is the acting but that's it <laughs> other than well, that i don't see a reason i i did not like this movie there wasn't a part of it where i'm like oh my god that's worse stuff but it wasn't <laughs> I don't remember one part in this movie that made me think that. Um, and it's sad because I love everybody that's in this movie. So, I mean, you and I were big fans that, of Olivia Coleman after last year. You know, she put out great, two great movies last year. I mean. Oh, yeah. 
I loved everything that she did last year. I mean, I am a big fan of uh, Olivia Coleman, not not just her serious roles, but her comedic roles. I mean, um, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters in that, where she always makes the sexual innuendos all the time. She's, the, she's the great. She's written the father. I mean, yeah. The favorite I really enjoyed. I don't know if we talked about that show, but the favorite is incredible. Uh, and yeah, man, she's just she's just great, and I'm really, and she's a great actress, so she's great in this. It's just a, I think it's a hard role to really pull off, you know, um, and make make it make it interesting at the very least. Uh, yeah, at the little, after the very least. I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry that I'm like, you know, at lost, <laughs> but it's like, who the fuck is this for? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's 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 my thing, and I, I don't want to diss Maggie Gyllenhaal too much because I like, I like what I saw. I just don't think it knew what it was. I'm confused about, I mean, I'm not confused. I don't think we could have picked two more different movies, honestly. No, no. Like this is, this is like by any means. I, well, the thing is though, the way this is advertised and this ain't just us, this is the, um, what I saw from reviews and stuff like that. Cause again, after I watch a movie, I always go watch yeah, me reviews too, me too, me too. to see, to see what other people thought. And a lot of people were fooled. Um, but one of the things that they all came to conclusion was we all thought this was going to be like a horror movie <laughs> or, or like a, a thriller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like a cut him up Jason Voorhees killer, but like a suspense thriller where, you know, somebody dies or something happens, you know, like, you so know. I, I do want to mention that the, it's, it's well acted, well directed, but again, it's just, it's just depressing. And it's, I, yeah, it's it's like requiem. It's like requiem for a dream. It's requiem for requiem dreams, dream is, is better though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's way better. All right, let me read a few quotes and let's get to our scores. Mm-hmm. Um, children are a crushing responsibility. That is literally the first quote. That, that, I that's got the right fucking now. movie. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Uh, thank you for finding here because today people are just so fucked up. Um, it's, it's like a movie I saw in a language that I don't understand. Hey, I thought that was a good line. Well, this is that movie. That is this movie. <laughs> I'm very uptight and I just learned that about myself. <laughs> Daddy's away, and you're taking it out on me. Oh, here's a good line. This is one of my favorite lines of the movie. Uh, I love your wet pussy. (laughs) What's happening to us and the whole thing that makes sense to me, I was just born. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Fuck that lady. We are all mean. (laughs) Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. I like that line. That's yeah, a good it's one. a good one. Some good lines in I, I like the jokes of their names. It makes you seem more human. Oh, you mean opposed to being godlike? <laughs> um, peel it like a snake. Don't let it break. We got each other, and it hurts 
We got each other, and that's a lie for love. So let's give it a shot. That sounds like it's reading a song. So let's give it a shot. Oh, we're halfway there. Living on a prayer. All right. Yeah, that was in the song. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was in the, they were singing it, yeah. so I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And uh, my favorite, one of my favorite, favorite lines better watch your back, Giatch. Well, that's she, it. she said, "Bitch, that's it. That's 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 um the lost daughter." Uh, my my score, three point yeah, one yeah. maybe three point one. Um, two point eight, man. Damn, I'm below you on this. Yeah. I'm almost at two point five. Like this movie, um, it didn't give me. It didn't give us any ending. It didn't give us any retribution. It didn't give us anybody to go for. And this is just like a movie where you just literally hate everybody in the entire fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was petting my dog the whole time. I was like, I love you, Hugo. I was like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, I was trying to pay attention to it, but man, it was just, uh, wow. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, okay. So now I'm going to run tomatoes. Uh, uh, so what do you think the audience gave this one? Uh, forty three. Close, forty six. Nice. Same yeah. <laughs> Now, um, <laughs> seventy eight. Seventy eight. Ninety five for the freaks. Ah, oh, of course. But audience, oh, audience here, there's uh, there's already uh, actually audience consistency on this one. It says it includes great acting and some really intense moments, but overall, the lost star is dull and difficult to follow. That's that's the audience. Here's what the critics say. Great. A strikingly assured debut. For head director Meg Gunhall, The Lost Star unites a brilliant cast in service of a daringly ambitious story. Mm. I I just feel like this is one of those movies that some like stuck up asshole is gonna come up to me and be like, "Oh, it's one of the best movies of all time," and I'll be like, "No, it wasn't." And they'll be like, "You just didn't get it. You just didn't get it. You didn't too, understand. You're too it. dumb to get it." You're, you know, a woman be like, neither you. <laughs> you know, like, like you don't, you don't know me. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um. Awesome. But, all right, let's jump away from that because I don't want to talk about. I like Maggie Gyllenhaal, and I, I really want her to work well as director. I I'm think looking, she did great I'm, directing it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to her next movie. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the writing part. She needed a ghostwriter or something. No, I don't think it was that. I think it was just some of the story itself was just kind of meh. <laughs> like, I, like I said, I think I got a better description of the movie from that paragraph I just read <laughs> than I did the actual movie itself. So it is what it is. All right, um, all right, hit that music, man. Let's do the let's do the news. Yeah, let's do what we can in news. I know it's been three days. So. No, no, no. I got I got I got plenty. Okay, I got good, plenty. Okay, I, I did some searching. This is the movies that don't suck. Think something do new. So I'm going to tell Chris stories as he touches himself in an unpure way outside of the camera. All right, man. What's what's going All on? All right. The King's Man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. You had COVID, so you didn't get to see it. But Yeah. Well, I can see it in like uh, literally 30 days. Oh, is that when it's coming to streaming? The Kingsman and Nightmare Alley will mm-hmm. both hit streaming platforms on February 18th. Nice. So we can we can talk about that then. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare Alley is going to be both on um, 
HBO and Hulu, mm -hmm. and the Kingsman uh, is going to be released with all of the Kingsman uh, movies, so oh, you can watch all of them on HBO Max. You know, the service, you know, the Secret Service and the Golden Circle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then... Actually, I feel bad because I actually yeah, I've seen Sir Golden Circle. Oh, the Golden Circle. It's it's not the original, but it's it, okay. It, it, I heard it, it's good. What I heard is it's got it, some good laughs. I heard that the you know people are like. Yeah, there's no uh, church scene, so um, that's what people were saying. So, the biggest movie debut on Disney Plus just happened this past week. And I didn't watch it. What is it? The Eternals. Okay, I did is see now the did see biggest it. released movie ever on Disney Plus. It reached over 2 million U.S. households watched The Eternals within the first three days well, of its release. It was, I mean, I've seen, we saw it in theaters, so. I mean, it may have had to do with the pandemic. People were like, oh, I really want to see this movie, but I guess I'll wait till it comes to Disney Plus. So. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the way it is. I mean, it's not like, you know, there's not like 105 million things coming out every week on every platform. <laughs> I still haven't seen today's episode of Bubba Fett, and I haven't seen, um, and then tomorrow, if I don't, and then on top of that, I got wrestling. I also got to catch up because AEW is on right now as we're talking. Sure, um, and then, um, on top of that, then tomorrow, uh, Peacemaker comes out with its newest episode, which is freaking ridiculous. And at the same time, just like you, I'm finishing up uh, season two of Daredevil. I'm on episode 11 right now. Okay. <laughs> so, like, it's, I don't know I'm redoing Daredevil. But was there not enough content in the world? I don't know. Let's talk about one of the best TV shows of all time. Star Trek. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah Picard's come back, right? The... Not only that, Paramount Plus is going all in on everything they have Star Trek right now. Uh, Star Trek Discovery has just been renewed for another season. Uh, it's returning for season four. It has just now been renewed for season five. Um. Star Trek Picard uh, releases March, uh, season two re, uh, releases on March 30th, and they announced that they are already in production of season three. Oh, Star Trek? Is it Picard? Star Trek Picard? Mm. Yeah, there's a season, there's a show called Star Trek Picard. Yeah, Have no, you not yeah. watched it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know, I know about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. It's, it's you know, Patrick Stewart. You know, it's, it's a show. Too. It's a show led by Patrick Stewart. When when does he not do good? You know, mm -hmm. um, Star Trek: New Strange New Worlds is getting a season that hasn't even come out yet, and they already have a season two planned, and that's the one that's going to be based on Captain Pike, uh, yeah. Kirk's dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Lower Decks, their animated show, is getting two more seasons already. And then they got Star Trek Prodigy, which is uh, got season one comes out Thursday, February 3rd, already renewed for season two. So what about the next Chris Pine Star Trek movie? Is that happening? I'm sure it's in the works, but that was not part of this okay. list. <laughs> this, this is just all the stuff because CBS owns it. Yeah. Uh, remember uh, Bong John who Yeah, I do. The director of uh, Parasite. And, and uh, Snowpiercer, right? 
Steel Piercer, yeah, correct, yeah. is teaming up with Robert Pattinson for a Warner, Warner Brothers sci-fi movie. The project okay. will be based on a novel called Mickey Seven. I'll fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mickey Seven is described as Andy Weir's The Martian meets Blake Crotch's Dark Matter. Fucking weird. I've actually, yeah, I like actually, it already. actually, uh, read Dark Matter. So nice. Yeah. So it centers on Mickey Seven, a man on an expedition to colonize the ice world Nithlium. The expendable employee takes jobs too risky for anyone else, and when he dies, he regenerates as a clone with all of his memories intact. Kind of reminds me of Moon with Sam Rockwell. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good uh, comparison. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the same fucking concept. So like, um, there is one thing that is not movie re- related that I think we should need to talk about. We need for to talk about just it. have a second because okay. I think I think both of us we just did, we just talked about Star Trek with TV shows for, for like a good hey, minute. Star Trek Star Trek is awesome, okay. and I don't ever want you to talk. I'm not talking about shit. I'm just letting you know. It's, it's, it's... But Microsoft just acquired mm. Blizzard. Yeah. For $68 million. What do you think I, about that? Because you're, you're big. It's a, well, it's Activision. Bl- it's like Activision, Blizzard, a bunch of other places. Um, uh, I I don't really care that much. Uh, you know, it's it's just that Microsoft also also acquired Bethesda. You know, so like Fallout and uh, all those Skyrim movies. So Skyrim, uh, Skyrim stuff is going to be an Xbox X, uh, the Series S or whatever. And so I'm... Um, I, I know that everyone wants a PlayStation right now, but I think in about a couple of years, all those exclusive games that people want that are going to come out on the Xbox, that's just going to be yeah. people are going to start buying the Xbox. I mean, that's how I feel about it. I mean, unless Naughty Dog decides to put out something now or like, around that time, I just don't see that people, I think that a lot of people are going to get rid of the PS, the PS5 and get an Xbox Series S or just go out and buy it. You know, my brother, uh, he went on just bought an Xbox Series S, but you could like the day after Christmas, but you couldn't find a PS5 fucking anywhere. So, Damn. Yeah, no, you couldn't. No. Mm-hmm. So, I looked. So remember, I said uh, people were looking for Pete Davison mm-hmm. to be the host. The, there's two other names for the Oscar hosts that have been thrown out there. Like who? One being Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. And the other being Tom Holland. Um, I'm fine with uh, Pete Davidson personally. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I just, and uh, I'm just, you're like, I'm fine with Pete Davidson. Yeah, we don't else. <laughs> I, I don't really care about having the rock on there. I mean, the rock's fine. Dude, the rock, the rock is hilarious. I'm sure he's great. Yeah. Sure he's great. I think he would be great. Um, so I don't know which one of those I would, prefer but i mean either one of them right but tom holland's just so so charming he's just, yeah right but he still looks like he's you know 13 years old so all right so um director mark foss uh forrester who mm-hmm. did monsters ball and world war z mm-hmm. is starting a new movie uh with tom hanks as the lead and tom lee uh tom hanks uh is during the cost called a man called oh um, a Man Called Ove is uh, a novel based by Frederick Beckman, which adapted a 2015 Swedish comedy film for the same name. Um, it basically looks like 
It is the story said to be a life-affirming comedy and centers on a cranky retired man, Ove, who strikes up an unlikely friendship with his voyageurs new neighbors. Okay. All right. Uh, it's Tom Hanks. I mean, yeah, I mean we're gonna I'm going to see it. Yeah, we're I'm going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, were we, you a big fan of the... Oh, go ahead. Were you a big fan of, like... Tom Hanks, like all of Tom Hanks slapstick comedy, or are you more of a Tom Hanks drama guy? I mean, I, he's funny. I mean, as a person, but like, I, when it comes to liking Tom Hanks, I, his acting to me is just phenomenal, no matter what he does. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm hoping he doesn't come out with like a Mordecai. You, you, like, know, you know what I, I mean? Like, I feel like you just totally sad, like you like sidestep my question. Do you like you, Tom you Hanks? Like, do, do I like Tom Hanks? I like his draw. Do you like I like Flash, Man with the Red Shoe. Do you like Big? Are you more of the Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan? I'm more of know? a. I, I'm a more fan of his uh, his uh, dramatic acting. Dramatic acting. Yeah. See, but he's funny. He's know. also very funny though. Yeah, man. Because I'm a real big. Because I grew up with him as a comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, Closing Buddies, Bachelor Party, yeah. freaking. Oh man, Splash. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I have to go with this comedy stuff back when I was a kid. Do you remember a show named Chuck? You remember a show named Chuck? You talk about constantly. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so Zachary yeah, Levi. So getting being made into a movie. Is Zachary Levi going to play Chuck? Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Zachary Le- Levy has been working uh, hard to get a Chuck movie made, and it seems like he is now making major progress because of all the movies he's been in, all the favors he's done mm-hmm. for so many studios and stuff. Finally, mm-hmm. someone said, you know what? Let's give you some money to make the Chuck. So is he Shasham or Chuck to you? Uh, he's Chuck, dude. He's always going to be Chuck. Okay. I mean, he gave me five years of Chuck. Real quick, uh, you're, are you about to talk about um, Dan? Are you going to talk about Dan, uh, Dan Radcliffe soon? No. None of your business. <laughs> Why do you always jump the gov on the stuff and try to ruin stuff? Sorry, I don't ruin anything. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Uh, Jensen Ackles is actively developing a project with Warner Brothers Mm -hmm. um, and he won't tell us what it is so he's like oh we're doing something that's it (laughs) if you don't know who Jensen Ackles is he's one of the brothers from Supernatural uh, one of the longest running super you know Paranormal um, TV shows of all time. I wonder what movie he's he's developing. I could not possibly I don't know because he's done he's done voices for uh, Batman Under the Red Hood, The Long Night, uh, The Long Halloween. He's done. I mean, he's done. <laughs> Do you not think it's a supernatural work. movie? No, I don't. Okay, all right, fine. He said, and he revealed it on Inside Out. Okay, talking to Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, that guy. That 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 you're talking about the most Michael Rosemont. He's uh don't tell me. He is like Sleuther in Smallville, right? Correct. Good way to go. Thanks, thanks, Bill. And he likes to get inside of you. <laughs> if you haven't checked out Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, guys, it's a great it's a great podcast. All right, and last but not least, I teased it. Right? You're such a dick. Why do you do that <laughs> stuff? I hate when you do stuff like that. The wizard with the lightning bolt on his head is now going to become the weirdo with the accordion in his hands. 
Daniel Radcliffe is playing Weird Al Yankovic in a biopic for Roku. What the fuck is going on in the world? What is going on in this world? Did you like UHF? You like your dude? Ever. Did I like? Yeah. Shut the fuck up! I like. I own his two original pressed album vinyl albums that you can't find anywhere. I've seen Weird Al over seventeen dude, he's times. So he's, so he's so good, He's so funny. Oh my god! Can, can, I, never, all right. can I read what we asked quote about this real quick? Yeah, go for it. When well, last movie UHF came out in nineteen ninety nine, I made a solemn vow to my fans that I would release a major motion picture every thirty three years, like clockwork. Every single we're on schedule. And I'm absolutely thrilled that Dan Radcliffe will portraying me in the film. I have no doubt whatsoever this is the role future generations will remember him for. <laughs> One of my favorite parody movies of all time, UHF, man. You guys gotta go you see know. that. If you haven't Don't seen that dial. Stick around for a while. <laughs> we got it all on UHF. UHF. Like what was um, you know, Coming this fall, one man trying to make sure that books are returned on time. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. This book's a little late. Oh. Do you know if you have any books on philosophy? Don't you know the Dewey Decimal Decimal? <laughs> yes, this fall, Conan, the librarian. Oh, oh gosh. If you guys didn't see UHF, go ahead and try to find it. I mean, it's great. It's funny. It's, a, yeah, it's really yeah, funny. Yeah, UHF, guys. It's, it's believe me, Um, it, it's more, I mean, it's 89. I, I guess it does, <laughs> it does parody enough popular stuff from that decade yeah. that, you know, most of it you'll get. But it, it does parody a lot of, you know, yes. today we're going to spin on Wheel yeah. of Fish. <laughs> so like, I mean, you didn't mind 33 years ago, but UHF was a fun movie. And the Weird Al is funny. And I can't wait to see anything that has to do with Weird Al Yankovic and Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, it's Weird Al. Weird Al's coming to town here in like a couple months. Yeah. yeah, too. yeah I mean, you're going to see him again? I, I don't know if I have the money. I got yeah. WrestleMania. Sure, I got, sure, sure. There's some concert now in Las Vegas that we're thinking about going to. You guys know why we're young, really? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's Dude. those are all the bands my wife grew up. Dude, with, I, they're all the bands I grew up with too, man. I, like I went there and I was like, man, this is like 15 year old Chris's dream. <laughs> like when I saw it, you know, like so. I know, I know. Like there's a lot of bands. Like I was like in my early 20s, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of bands on there, like uh, Take It Back Sunday, yeah, uh, Black Thursday, um, Black Thursday. I, I mean, I'm a, dude, you have no clue how big of a Thursday fan I am. You really have no clue how big of a Thursday fan. Uh, what? I'm a giant Thursday fan. You don't know this. Oh, yeah. Thursday is freaking awesome. I like, love Thursday. Um, awesome, awesome Kitty was on there, and I'm a huge. Yeah. I was like, Kitty, Kitty, yeah. I was like, I was like, this, this still around? And I was like, <laughs> Avril Lavigne, uh, like Bright like, Eyes will be romance. Dude, I mean, those are you know, the fucking Bright Eyes will be there. AFI will be there. The Use will be there. Um, I was a big fan of Dashboard like, Confessional. Uh, there's a couple of years I was like married, and I was like, yeah, it's like there's a couple of years I was like married at that point to this girl that was not the girl for me and like she changed like kind of who I was at the time. And right when I, I got, after I got divorced and went back into my Gothic, you know, like emo like face, that's right when all these bands came out. Dude, fucking, and it just so 
happened that I was working with bands in Chicago. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'd be excited I've to seen see a lot of these bands. Hawthorne Heights. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of half the bands. All American Rejects. Glassjaw. I'm trying to think of all the bands that I love. Glassjaw, dude. I love fucking. I love. But you know what will be so difficult about that concert? Let's figure out who to see. The worst thing is the thing. No, it's three stages amongst eleven hours. I know it's a lot. So that means you're missing some bands, dude. You're missing some bands. I'm okay. I'm okay with missing some. You know? like, like, if I did, like, we can the the big headliners, which are Michael Cormier's friend or Bring the Horizon, David Remember, Avril Lavigne, Bright Eyes, Jimmy will be Michael Cormier's Bright Eyes and Jimmy World. Who be saying? I can miss Paramore. I don't care. But, but um. Yeah, I don't care about Paramore, and I don't care. Yeah, the, but. Anyway, let's go to the last movie. The, movie, yeah. the news is yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, we did go off on the five-minute tangent about emo bands you used to listen to. <laughs> emo bands. Yeah. We, we're going to have to start. We're going to start a, a whole different podcast called Emo Bands that we used to listen to. And we'll just, like, do a whole episode on a single band. <laughs> emo bands. And emo kids on my emo bands. Yep. <laughs> and, and concerts I went to, and I could tell you about <laughs> stories. But anyway, come on, hit that move. Oh, oh move. okay. That was MTDS podcast movie news. I talked about a bunch of stuff. We had good times, and then somehow we ended up talking about being emo again. <laughs> Dude, I was I was a sad teenager. All that shit like meant a lot to me. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally get Speaking it. Speaking of teenager, I, I, how old were you when the first screen came out? That is a good question. I didn't even think about to look that up. 1996. Oh, I, think I, was, I think I was 16, okay. if I remember correct. Yes, I remember going to go see this because I remember uh, the original uh, screen because Wes Craven, his name was all over it, and I was a huge Freddy Cougar fan. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I loaded up the car. I remember the two guys that were with me, and we went and watched Scream at a theater in Goshen, Indiana. So here we are. This is Scream 2022. Uh, directed by Matt Bedellini Oplin and Tyler Gillette. They directed uh, Ready or Not. Well, they, yeah, they directed Ready or Not, which I really love Ready or yeah. Not. Um, and Who doesn't, right? Yeah. Did a segment of the EHS, but uh, their f- real big one is known as uh, Ready or Not. Uh, written by James Vanderbilt and Gary Bustick. Uh, they have done things like uh, I know that James Vanderbilt he wrote or he wrote uh, Murder Mystery, which is uh, um so made, is uh, the most amazing Spider Man Independence Day Resurrection Resurgence and also Zodiac, which I like Zodiac, directed by David Fincher, The Amazing Spider Man, yeah, The both, Losers, both, yeah, both of them just against your friend. Oh, the rundown. He did the rundown. I remember the rundown. The Actually, yeah, and Sean William Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Dude, I, that was a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah, is and um, his writing partner is, uh, is also Guy, Guy Busick. They've done some stuff together. But this stars the amazing Nev Campbell, and of course, as Sidney Prescott. It's funny. That's one of the first things I noticed about you, Sam. Also, uh, Courtney Cox is Gail Weathers right literally, which we did not, which we didn't talk about. We didn't get a clip for Courtney Cox. You, you didn't grab a clip. You didn't get a clip for it. I don't know. I why thought you about didn't. it. Man. I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, no, 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 It's my fault. I totally you got, forgot. You, you guys know Courtney Cox. She's uh, Monica Geller from Friends, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, uh, that's the reason. That's the reason because all her clips were friends, and I didn't want to grab a friends clip because I knew NBC would shut our ass down. There, there, there's Baz Metallica when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> okay, yeah, they uh, are. David Arquette as Dewey Riley. This is just so weird. I mean, the other day, what was it three? That's wrong. I know how this is going to sound, but you have to believe me. I swear it's the truth. Our town is being attacked by giant spiders. Yeah, Melissa Beria <laughs> as Sam Carpenter. You owe me a bottle of cold champagne. <laughs> and I'm always Sheldon as Deputy Judy Hicks, Gina, Gina Ortega as Terry Carpenter, uh, Jack Quaid as Richie Kirsch. I know. This is just so weird. I mean, the other day, what was it, three days ago? Mm-hmm. You just seemed like, you seemed so normal. And, um... Jasmine Savoy Brown. Did you not hit the right buttons today? Uh, or are, you, are you having problems? I, I, I'm not even. I'm not even. Did you not label the buttons? This I, time? I did. It's just that, like, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, yeah. Are you drunk? No, I'm not even drunk, dude. Not even close. <laughs> Jasmine Savoy Brown, uh, Sonia Omar, Mikey, Mickey Madison as uh, Amber. Uh, why don't you read the one sentence storyline in this movie? Is it a storyline? Yeah. Just, just wow. one sentence. All right. 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. So this movie, uh, I I have a, a few problems with it. I like... Uh, uh, you have problems with it? I have problems okay. with the okay. But, uh, okay. but I'll let you yeah, go first. I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first because this is something uh, no, I, I want to hear your problems with it. Huh? I want to hear your problems. Okay, I'll pull. I'll pull up. Uh, one, one second. Uh, I have my phone. And I wrote down non-spoilery things I disliked about this movie because uh, Neil doesn't want to talk about spoilers. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say. <sighs> so this movie comes in and it thinks it's so clever, right? This movie it is, is clever. This movie is less clever than it thinks it is. Uh, this movie is a bunch of memory berries. Its faux, its meta faux cleverness ends up being exactly what it says it wasn't. But that was probably intentional, or was it? See, yes, any, it incons- was, any, incons- dude, any inconsistency in the plot uh, or narrative can be explained by saying it was intentional. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not convinced, dude. Uh, th- to me, it felt. I'm very convinced. There are parts that there are parts that are soulless to me. <laughs> and, uh, and in the plot in the third act, there's almost no plot, almost none. Like, like you say, you can do it in three words. What's happening in the last third act of this movie? Uh, it's it's a cool idea. There's a bunch of cool ideas in this movie, but I, I don't. But the idea, you can only do so much with an idea without 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 helping the movie. Um, any scream diehard fans that like this, and it's gonna make it impossible. For it to be, uh, be um, critically honest when it comes to this, um, if you're a Scream Diarhead fan, because it's not have those things you loved as a person who grew up or loved Scream growing up because you're a Diarhead fan. Not saying there wasn't fun shit in this movie, because there is fun shit. There's great gore. Uh, it doesn't rely solely on the memories, even though you can go, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. But the. The idea that this is, it, the idea that it's ambiguous what it is, I think that they that way they can say, well, uh, that doesn't make sense, but that's because it's just it's this movie. And you go, what about the other one? That made sense. It was intentional. I think that there are plenty of things in here that 
that any con- inconsistency or problem you have with the movie, be like, well, it was supposed to be that way, and that that way you can't be like, oh, I guess that that's that I guess that's exactly because I and I'll, and also, and this is something that's a little. Uh, so they talked about elevated horror films. They listed three movies I love. Right? <laughs> they listed. Uh, yeah. They listed uh, It Follows. They listed Hereditary. Uh-huh. They listed. Um, yeah. <laughs> And they listed the witch. They listed the witch, and also the Babadook. Yes, and Babadook. Yeah, those movies are better than this movie, but that's yeah, they made they no hold on. They, they said they're elevated horror yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. And scream, scream knows what it is, but this whole movie they're trying oh. to make you believe something else, and that's the problem with it. No, no, no. They never once said that they were an elevated horror. I movie. know, I know, but they, they're saying yeah, there's something else that they weren't, and that's why I'm saying that it's a cool idea to. To sort of make this sort of like, because studios hate, they hate, studios know that people hate sequels, rehashes, right? And so what they're going to say, well, this isn't really right. a sequel. This is more of a continuance. Yeah. They're they gonna said say, it right in the movie that I, I, it was a, it's a reboot with original characters. I know, I know, I, I know, but enough new characters. But, to but move they it said on. this, uh, but also, also, that the, they know that they, if you, Bait an audience in by seeing it and then make fun of sequels. That's when it gets too self-aware, and that's the problem with this movie. It's too self-aware for me. Wait, all right. Well, I'm sorry that you don't like movies, uh, especially things I liked about it. Things I liked about it. Wait, 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 wait. You had your 17 and a half minutes. Let me get my five minutes in. All right, sorry, man. All right. So, one. It's Scream. Scream, as soon as Scream comes on, should have three things. One, three rules of every Scream movie. Mm -hmm. Not three rules on how to survive a Scream movie. See what (laughs) I did there? See what I did there? All right. One, it needs to make fun of the genre. Yeah. It's a a meta-slash film. I know that. Period. Two, people need to die. Three, you need to be surprised about who the killer is at the end. It has to have a good, you never saw this coming. You know, that like when Aunt Jackie did it in one episode or one of the episodes. Aunt Jackie from Roseanne was the killer in one of them. Real quick. All right. Did you know who the killers were? I knew who the first one was at first glance, and the second one I knew about thirty minutes in. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the the like you, you, you had to pay attention because you had to see what which what's the scenes were. You know, you had to pay attention to what was happening and who was where and all that. Um, tell me of all the characters that you see in the Solomon's previous films. Who are you happiest to see again? Oh, it's always David Arquette, man. Yeah. Anytime I see David Arquette on the screen, you just want him to. I, you, you want him to do well, don't you? <laughs> you just want David. I just want David Arquette to always do well. <laughs> I love David Arquette. I think he is a great, great guy, and um, he has had some bad cards dealt to him. I want to mention something so, real quick like, about David Arquette. So uh, I used to listen to Loveline a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that was still on the air. And there was an episode where Dr. Drew and Adam were talking about how weird David Arquette was on air. 
and David Arquette was driving in his car, listening to that, mm-hmm. and he drove down to the studio, and, and the, the security guard let him in. And they, yeah, because he's David Arquette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, David Arquette actually, after his um, his uh, his uh, biography, yeah. uh, autobiography. Uh, uh, movie you can't kill David Arquette. Mm-hmm. I actually tweeted him. Oh yeah, that I really enjoyed it, and I hope someday he could come to one of the major wrestling promotions and yeah. do just like a match. Yeah, and he tweeted me back. Oh nice. Stated that he was really happy. I enjoyed the film, and he felt like he already proved what he had to. And I was like, right on. I agree. David, we love to have you on the podcast, pal. Dude, if David Arquette ever hears this, dude, I would love, I would love, I would just love to hang out with the guy yeah. for like an afternoon. I don't even want him on my podcast. I can tell some of the story later and tell me what I'm not allowed to say later and I'll, <laughs> I'll be more happy. David Arquette, call me. Mm. Anyway, um, but uh, Nev Campbell, I love seeing her. She's a good actress. I mean, always been a big fan of her. And um, Courtney Cox, I think this is pretty much the only thing Courtney Cox has done in the last five years. She's got uh, $700 billion from being on Friends. Like, she doesn't yeah. money. Uh, can I mention something real quick? There's a point where yeah. she's hugging Nev Campbell, and there's a close-up mm-hmm. of one of her hands. Like, she has, like, really, 90... Dude? <laughs> dude, really? Really? Are you doing that? It's just, it you, was... know how many times, and you know how many times the Lost Daughters, <laughs> there was a zoom in, and I'm like, oh, she looks a little... No, come on. Don't be a dick. No, don't be a I, I, like that. No, it's, just, it's just something that I couldn't look past when it happened. Uh, uh, I, went, I went like, huh. <laughs> that, like, a lot of ways. All right, but anyway, <laughs> All right. let's get to the movie itself. Okay. Right. So, um... You went through the three rules. I like... They they were they were literally they, they had an attempt. Um, it was not the best attempt. There was um, some parts of it that did run weird. Um, there's one son one uh, scene in particular that I yelled at the screen and I almost walked out of the movie. Um, really, I'm not going to say which one it we'll is. We'll talk about but, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. but um, um. I like what they attempted to do. The thing is, though... It's not scary, man. That's the problem. It's not a scary movie. It's a thriller, right? No, it was not that scary. And they needed to be a little more scarier. And they tried. They tried. I mean, there was, there was um, one scene in particular. I'm going to say there's a kid uh, or a teenager in a kitchen. Yeah. And every time he opened up the door... Like the music would. That was the point, though. That was the point. I think of that one. I know, I know, I know exactly what the point was. But I'm just saying, like, there's just like. I want to mention: is it is there one policeman in this in this fucking city? Like, like, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, um, there were several actually. There's a lot this time. But but apparently, there's a lot lot more police. But apparently, not in that one area where that kid (laughs) was. Not at all. And and why is it in Woodsboro? The people that are the best friends. Yeah. Of each other. Yeah. All live like out in the middle of fucking nowhere woods, completely the opposite directions of each other. And why do they hate each other? I thought they were a group of so friends. So much. So much. <laughs> they hate Oh, my them. God, so much hatred. And uh, that's one thing that in this movie that we can talk about. All right, so there's a scene where basically they're like, 
They were trying to play it off of like how the original Scream movie did. Yeah, yeah. We're like kids in the 90s when we were like, oh, yeah, you're obviously the serial killer yeah. out of our group. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and then they tried to do that in here, but instead of feeling like fun, like it did back then with Matthew Lillard yeah. and Rose McGowan Ski-O-Rich, and, yeah. and Ski Ulrich and all them, um, it just kind of seemed like, fuck you, I don't like you at all. You're the serial killer. Also, also, I want to mention this anyway. There's a scene. There's a scene at a party, and these two girls go down to get a beer from the basement. Just two beers. Out of this fucking party, that's where all the beer is, and just in the downstairs fridge, and they get one a piece. That's what they're gonna do. Like you're like, what the fuck? Like yeah. that's bring up like eight or nine yeah, beers, yeah. dude. Throw some beers out. I was like, like I was like, this is you... fucking ridiculous. Like, why why does this scene exist that they get one beer? You bring a case up, dude. Like, like what are you doing? It's like it's like, why? Why just bring the one beer? Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. It just made no sense. No, I totally agree. I, I saw that too. And I was just like, man, 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 man. All right. Well, let's get some, uh, let's get some quotes on this bad boy and get our ratings on this. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, ah, by the way, the, the, the voice in this one better than all the other ones, honestly. Yeah, yeah right. I'm around, but someone has to die now. Miss, what'd you just take? Your boner pills. Good try. Well, yeah, good try trying to get it up. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like just like Halloween. No, it's not Halloween. It's not like, like, it's okay. Well, it's somewhat like Halloween, yes. That part in horror movies where you want to yell at characters to get the fuck out, that's now. <laughs> I don't have to take this from shitty Sam Elliott. <laughs> that. I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because he show- showered doesn't mean we should take it. We should. Wait a minute. Just because he showered doesn't mean we should like him. <laughs> um, fuck anyone who fucks with the original. I caught in the middle of a fan fucking fiction movie. Oh, one part. Um, there's a part where the guy was sitting on the bed and the Pizza Hut box. Mm-hmm was like folded inside out. Yeah. Did you see that where yeah. the Pizza Hut logo is yeah. like right there next yeah. to him? I was like, wow. I don't see pocket placement like that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Every time I get attacked, I get better painkillers. Hi. I'm not really high. Okay, yeah, I'm really high right now. <laughs> Oh, cool. We'll go there. Yeah, what's your address? One, two, three. No fucking way. (laughs) You said I was... Oh, no. You said I was too dumb and boring to be the killer. Well, maybe that's the twist. (laughs) 
How can fandom be so toxic when it's based on something they love so much? Yeah, I'm going to end with that one. Yeah, so. I thought that was a great. I thought that was a great. Line. I gave him a score. Uh, you go first. Now it's your score. You go for time to go first. It's a score. This is a 4.9 out of 5. Give me your real score. <laughs> it's stream five. I'm trying to give it a five. Anyway, no, um, no. Uh, it's a three point eight, and uh, and the they tried. There's parts in it that just didn't come together as well as scream one or three. Um, not two and four. Don't talk about those. Um, but, um, I mean, they had some new ideas in there and stuff like that, but there's one scene in particular that really pissed me off and, um, I will never live it down and I will be sad for the rest of my life because of it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go 3.8. What's yours? So, um, if this was right when I saw it after Monday, on Monday, after I saw it, this would have gotten a three for me. Um, mm-hmm. but I've softened up a bit on this one. It's like a 3.3, 3.4 when it comes to this one. So, you know, like I still have my issues with it, but, but I understand that I, I, I keep thinking about some of the, some of the kill scenes in this that were pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, it's, it's scream five. It's scream. Uh, this is not as good as the, the remake of Halloween, the reboot of that, the recall of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's what other recalls have there been? There's been we a, saw other ones. There, there, there are other ones, right? I forget what they are, though. Yeah, we've seen other ones, right? Yeah, you're looking at recall right now. I guess Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars coming back. That's a recall. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll can, yeah, horror. I mean, let's what Last Jedi, yeah, <laughs> then it. Oh, yeah, it did, but it wasn't a recall. That was like a remake, yeah, that's more of a remake. Yeah. Um, they explain cool in this, but but yeah, it's 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 strange to to bring this back after after you know 2011 Scream Four, and I mean Jamie Kennedy's not anymore, so like <laughs> we're having Candyman, to- Candyman. That is that is a recall, isn't it? Candyman, Candyman was a recall. Yeah, it was. Um, I knew there was other ones, but man, it, it's just like I understand that you know this is always supposed to be the series. All right, man. Well, I think... I mean, I knew it was, it was supposed to be a series that, you know, is supposed to be mocking it. Yeah. And But it's just like... It was good, but it, it just... It didn't knock it out of the fucking park. You ready to get the... Did you get the score on Rodgers? Yeah, what's, uh, the score for the audience is going to be 76%. 83%. Ooh, higher than mine. Yeah. Uh, now the uh, the critics score on this one. Yeah, take that, take that, take that, dude. Um, I'm gonna have to say it's got to be lower. It's got to be sixty-eight, seventy-five percent. No, quite, wow, I didn't take that. Not back. quite certified fresh, yeah, almost, well. almost. Uh, the critics consensus is the fifth screen finds the franchise working harder than ever to maintain its meta edge and succeeds. Surprisingly often. So, that's that screen. Or, uh, five, I just scream. We'll call it Scream 2022, right? 
What's it called? Scream 5. <laughs> you can't do that, right? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This just got released Why we were on the air. Are you ready for this? Oh, sure. Batman the Animated Series is being redone for HBO Max. Uh, is your boy in it, though? I mean, he's a man and he's old now, but um, I don't know. That's that's all it says. I didn't read it. <laughs> okay. You will read it, though. And you're going to wait, wait patiently like a little boy in front of the Christmas tree when he opens this one that comes out. But, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's screen. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kevin Conroy's in it, do you? Who cares? I'm sure. I'm sure he's Kevin Conroy. He's your Batman. So. He's uh, everyone's Batman. All right, man. Uh, you can find us online, moves on Social Network, Facebook, Facebook.com, slash News on the podcast. Whoa, 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 hold on, real quick. Where will we see you next week? <laughs> I don't know. You haven't told me yet. We haven't figured it out yet, have we? Uh, this is no, I don't, this I don't. is the slowest part of the year for movies. Uh, I really, I really mentioned Neil. I was like, "Hey, man, we're we're kind of low on until like February starts." So, because there's gonna be a few things in February you definitely want to see, but I don't know what's coming out this coming week. Do you? Your face, yeah, my face. Your face is coming out. Maybe I'm gonna get your face and I'm gonna touch it and I'm gonna kick it right in the face. We'll figure it out. The face. Oh, hey, oh. hey, 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 hey. Why, why, why do you gotta just jump the gun on everything, dude? Sorry, why do you gotta be, why do you gotta be like so negative about do, stuff? Do all the time. Why can't sometimes you just let things happen, and and you know, let it go? I mean, uh, oh god, there really is nothing coming yeah. out this week. Yeah. Sorry, I was stalling that whole time, guys, just so I could look. There is nothing. We'll figure it. I mean, nothing. When does we'll Serrano come out? Guys. When does Serrano come out? February. Along with Sonic and a couple other things that we want to see. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess we'll... Yeah, but, I mean, like, we'll figure that out. We'll figure out movies... I guess, man. ...that don't suck. <laughs> probably The Kingsman. I could probably go see that and make it... I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard. We'll figure it out. I checked... Like, I checked we'll your... each other in a weird way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, you can visit us online with Zone Suck Network. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com. So you don't suck. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. If you guys want shirts, go to bonfire.com. Search me Zone Suck and something to do. You can buy shirts with their logo or faces or whatever you want on it. There's also some stuff you'll put on there that has to do with Tulsa or wrestling or drinking or doing a blow. Yeah, all the above. All I, I make stuff. Patreon.com slash me Zone Suck. If you want to give us a few money, a few monies to help pay for the. Uh, web web hosting on this thing, um, and uh, the restream. Uh, also, if you if anyone actually tries that, we'll provide extra content for you, uh, especially for you. And uh, I think I think we're all streaming platforms, and we're all places to find podcasts. You find movies on sucks and something they do. That's it. Uh, what do we That's do? It. For Let's go. Small Let's businesses. What do you do for them? Small businesses. Are you small businesses? Would like to advertise for you? Just give us your information. Send us your information. Email us or DM us, and we'll be more than happy to help you out for free. Info moves on stuff.net or uh, moves on stuff podcast gmail if you want to do the old fashioned way. Get hold of us. Yeah. You ready? Ready. Let's get out of here. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, anytime you're sitting around 
and you're just smacking yourself in the face because you forgot about your daughter. Just scream! Ha <laughs> ha!